Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we sit down with Pastor James and ask a few questions and hear some additional thoughts from this week's teaching. Well, good morning. Hey. How you doing, man? Doing great. That's good to hear. Did you have a good workout this morning? I did. I did. did I was a little sore from uh, yesterday's workout. Did you run like 30 miles today or something? Just a mile. Man. Just a mile. Did some burpees. Some burpees. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. How many did you do? 12? I'm going with 12. Uh, 80. Well, a little different. Little little different numbers there. It was in different rounds, so yeah. it wasn't like all together. I was say, man, you did 80 burpees straight, like... Nah. Mad respect. Nah. Mad respect. Um, man, um, jumping into uh, really more so a time of dialogue this time um, on Tuesday Take. Um, Sunday, you talked about how you called an audible. Uh, you felt like you were supposed to call an audible here. Um, what led you to that? Obviously, there's a lot going on in our country right now. Obviously, there's a lot going on really within our city as well. Um you said, you know, you felt from the Lord. What what kind of went into that? Well, I guess we'd seen everything, you know, last week and just, I mean, just been so much going on. And uh, I guess it was Saturday night. Um, Loris and I had been texting and um, kind of a little earlier. And then Kirsten and I were, I think, watching a movie and we were about to get the kids to sleep. And I, and I usually, anytime on Saturday night, I always start to kind of start like, you know, thinking through, praying through, you know, just kind of get my mind, you know, focused on, you know, Sunday morning and stuff. And I don't know, I just felt like a really weird – and Kirsten had asked me, she, she was like, are you going to address, like, all the stuff that's kind of going on? And she had asked that, like, the, the day before. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go with, you know, what I already have. And then I, it was that night around 11-ish, you know, I just started thinking. I was like, I don't – I think I think we got to talk about what's going on, you know. like, mm-hmm. And I just really felt real strongly about it. You know, just the Lord, was, I felt like just pressing on me. And then I told Kirsten, and she was like, are you sure? She's like, don't you already have your sermon ready? And I was like, yeah, you know. And I said, well, I said, just be praying. And so I kind of stayed up a little while longer just kind of praying about it and then got up, you know, earlier on Sunday, came up here and really just felt, you know, the Lord was like, hey, I need, you know, you need to address these things. You know, there's some things I think I want to say, you know, that the Lord wants to say. And so I just, you know. Uh, trying to be uh, obedient to what the Lord wanted, and you know, just want to be sensitive to the Spirit and what what Spirit wants to say and do, and kind of have a pr- you know, as we had our prayer time, and so. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> definitely, um, church. Like I, I mean, just to say this, I hope this is okay. Um, I definitely saw Pastor Sunday, and uh, you could, I mean, like I, I, for me, I could just tell like this is something that the Lord just like. It for me, it wasn't a. Is he doing this because he wants to say something? Um, it was more for me, like as we talked, as we talked Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, it was definitely, you know, I, 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 there's so much pressing on this. I feel the spirit pressing that I need to talk about this. And so, man, like, like you said, I appreciate you being obedient to the spirit. Um, and man, it's probably not an easy Sunday. For anyone, and, and I mean, yeah, that's the thing I, I was thinking about, and it's not that I, I never want to be obviously scared to, to preach the truth for sure, but you know, there's some things that you just talk about, you know, even like Sunday that are difficult. I think sometimes are things that maybe we would avoid or or not maybe press into, and of course we can we'll press into more maybe on this too, but um, you know, that was the thing I had to battle that I kept thinking of like, 
almost hearing what what uh, what was it in Joshua where he says, you know, don't be afraid, you know, don't be fearful, um, you know, I'm with you, you know, and so that was the kind of thing I had to keep reminding myself, you know, is is I was like, Lord, you're out to help me with my fear because mm. I'm kind of afraid, not afraid, but you know, I, I don't know how people are going to react and uh, you know all that kind of stuff, and so I, that's one of the things that I was praying about a lot was like please give me courage and please help me not be afraid yeah. because I kind of am afraid and, and fearful and just, you know, you just don't know how people will react, you know, to, to you know, the message. And, you know, so it was kind of like, Lord, at the end of the day, if this is what you want to say, that's all that matters. I guess it doesn't matter how people respond to it, you know, even though I wanted people to respond, you know, hopefully well, you know, receive it well. But, yeah. Um, so, but I, you know, I think the Lord moved and I'm thankful that, um, wasn't anything that I did, but thankful that the Lord pressed on me to do that because I sure wasn't. I, I kind of fought it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Thankful that the Lord didn't didn't relent, you yeah. know. Um, one of the things you brought out Sunday in one of your points was remember where your allegiance lies. Um, you talked about how before we're anything, we're people who have been called by Christ. Um, why is that such an important place to start from? Rather than saying, here's my nationality, here's my race, here's whatever it is, why is it so important that we start with, before anything else, I belong to Christ? Well, I think even remembering, you know, of just in in Christ and in, like this is to be the, I mean, this is our new identity. We've been given a new identity in Christ, and so this this the gospel and what Christ has done is to literally change everything about us and everything about what we say, how we think, how we view things. Like it's to change our worldview of, of the way that we view events and everything. And but I think what's hard about this is that for most of us, you know, even even if you came to Christ early on, but even if you didn't, you know, you still you grow up like, well, I was, I'm American, um, whatever race or nationality, um. Uh, and we don't ne- and we don't negate race or ethnicity, yeah. you know, because we know this. All people will gather around the throne from from every right. nationality and um, race, and so we don't we don't negate that, and we're, we're not to be colorblind and those things. But but also to remember, like, but my primary way that I am to view things is through through the lens of of Christ, not a political lens. And and I think that's what's hard for us is that when you typically look through things. We want to take it through a lens of, you know, does this align with what my party thinks? Does this mm. rely, you know, is this what's good for America or whatever? And, and look, we want God to bless our land. We 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 want, you know, we want to be about our city, our community. We want we want God to move in our nation. We we want our nation to be blessed. You know, I mean, we we definitely want God to oppose us. You know, um, but I think it's important. You know, even whether it's political leaders or whatever, is it's not filtering through of like, oh, they shouldn't have said that. But I just need to keep aligned with my party. It's like, well, I just need to view this through a biblical lens. I need yeah. to view it through a Christian lens. Um, even the events, even the events that are hard. And so I think that's one of the things that I was really kind of hearing from the Lord of, as of course He says, what Paul says in Philippians, we're a citizen of heaven. You know, this is where our citizenship lies. And so this is where our concern is to be: the kingdom of God, um, and that that is our identity. That's to really go over everything else that we do, you know, just yeah. to be the lens we see our world. You read Psalms 84, 89, 14, sorry. Uh, Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Um, these are things that 
the throne is literally built upon. Um, then you read another text out of Amos 5. Um, I mean, it was hard. It was hard to hear. Um, I mean, you see um, this charge uh, against the, the people that are, I mean, it says, I hate, uh, I despise your feasts, and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offering of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Um, do you feel like maybe this is a guard against possibly not looking for justice? I think, I, I think, I, I, you know, one of the things that I, I thought of when I was reading and thinking through it is I was like, man, this is a huge warning, yeah. you know, against against us, you know, against our gatherings, our singing, all the things that we do, you know, and I think it gets to the heart. And, of course, we read when he addresses the Pharisees, you know, he's like you're neglecting this 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 weighty matter that matters to God. And, and I think even just... We've been in the Sermon on the Mount, and that's it, a lot of the things kind of went along with what we've been looking at the Sermon on the Mount because so many is religious, and I think for people that have grown up in the church, there's this tendency for us to we know how to play church, we know how to we know the things that we need to do, we know the you know we need to pray, we need to read our Bibles, we need to go to church, we need to tithe, we need to go to life groups, we need to go to uh, Wednesday night church, we need to go to prayer meet, like we know all of these things. But the problem is, even as Jesus addressed in the Sermon on the Mount that we've been in, like you can do all these things and yet neglect, like actually not even live a godly life. Like yeah. the Pharisees did all these like religious acts, things that, and actually Jesus says you need to do these things. Like it's not like Jesus is like don't pray. He's going to tell us to pray. Don't fast. You know, he's going to tell us to fast. But he's like, but it's the heart behind all these things, and that's what he's warning and calling them out. Is like, look, you're doing all these things, but yet your heart is not where I want it to be. You know, and and really, well, what is even as we talked about love, you know, this week, you know, it's like you can have the the voice of an angel, you can have the all the gift, you can have all these things, but you don't have love. Like you're just noisy gongs, and yeah. and it really is meaningless. And so I think that's the call for us as Christians, especially in all this thing, because there's a tendency for us to get so, I think, opinionated, so just uh, just seeing it through just maybe certain lenses, and not just stopping to be like, okay, how does God see these things? As a Christian, how am I supposed to react to these things? How am I to display, stand for justice, fight for justice? How am I to stand for love? Even as what we looked at a couple weeks, you know, I can love people even if I don't agree with them, you know. And really, it's almost like all that we've been looking through is now is like, hey, are we going to put this into practice, you know, now? Because we've been walking through all these things in the Sermon on the Mount, and now it's kind of like, are we going to be people that love love this way because yeah. it's hard to hard to love people we disagree with hard to love people that are um maybe not thinking the way maybe they should or people that are forcing their opinions or you know whatever it may be you know yeah. and so i think i think these are things that are near and dear to god's heart and so we want to be aligned with this and and look there and i think this is a good thing to to think through for us is there are also people in our nation right now that aren't christians that would say that they care about justice, they care about love. And so what we should do should look different. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, there are people that are fighting for justice that don't know Jesus, you know? And so I, we all can fight for justice. 
Um, but I think for us as a Christian, we have a different bent on looking at this of like, this is, we're not just doing this to be a good citizen. We're not just doing this to, you know, we're doing this because, I mean, this is what God has said, you know. God made us all in His image, you know. Um, so I think that's, you know, one of the things that we should, I think, heed the warning that God has for us and kind of, as we prayed, search our own hearts and those kind of things. Yeah, you uh, you said something Sunday. Um, we can't be silent, and man, like it's uh, it's been something that's just ringing in my head since then. And um, like you said, maybe maybe instead of coming with my opinion, I need to come with my love. Mm-hmm. Starting a place of love, and so that was actually um, one of your points from Sunday. Is remember you have been called to love. In this twofold question, why is it important that? I need to remember that, and why is it important that I start from this place of love? Well, you know, um, I didn't read it Sunday, but, you know, and I, I think I quoted it just a second ago, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, you know, um, love never fails, um, just speaking toward really love is the foundational thing that, that should drive us. And of course, even as we read in First John, he quotes it in John. I mean, you just see like this, the commandment that God has for us, you know, we're to love God and we're to love our neighbor. You know, um, we love because he first loved us. God is love, and so this should be the foundation for us as Christians that we should come and see things through the way we treat people uh, should be through the avenue of love. And um, this is, you know, you see it in the Old Testament, you see see it in the New Testament, that this is, I think, the call for us as Christians is we're to to love people, people that are hard, people that are difficult, people that are similar to us, people that look different than us, people we agree with, people we don't agree with, you know, all these things, and we're and we're called to display this radical love. Um, and as Jesus says, this is how people are going to know that you're my disciple, you know, if you have love. And, and, and I've just been really burdened. Even this morning I woke up and I just, you know, you just see all, man, all, just all the stuff going on in our nation, you know, and you just see the news, you see all these things, and you're just like, man, it's just so much going on. Um, and how we as Christians need to, really lead the way, you know, and lead the way in, in love and, and display what love looks like and being patient with people, yeah, being kind with people, being empathetic toward people, you know, being willing to listen, you know, because that's one of the things we talked about What in, in the idea of, like, justice, you know. And I think one of the ways we do that practically is be empathetic toward people, yeah. you know, to stop and listen. Like, um, have you ever read uh, or looked at Eric Church's – I mean, Eric Church – <laughs> Eric Church is a country singer. Uh, Eric Mason, um, who 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 is a pastor of a church, Eric Mason, um, wrote a book called Woke Church. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. Um, I, I read it, and then I was going back to, I was reading kind of the, the end part of it again, um, going back through. And one of the things that, that he says, which you're just like, I've never really thought of this, is he says, you know, son likes to draw, and he says his son draws and stuff, Um he loves to draw superheroes, but he says every time he draws superheroes, always white. And he was saying, he said, you know, buddy, like, um, basically was it was kind of like kind of asking him why, but then they started like really thinking through. It's like, well, if you think of all like think of Batman, think of Superman, think of mm-hmm. Aquaman, like just go through and all the superheroes that I love, every one of them's white. And he's and was and and talking through that was, um, and then he asked his little boy, he says, do you do you wish what do you wish? And he says, I wish I was white, you know, this little mm-hmm. African-American boy. And, you know, I, when I was reading that, I just was like, man, like, I don't I, I don't ever think about that, 
you know, that almost everything in my society in our nation, like I never, somebody brought up Chandler. I was listening to him the other day, and he was talking about how if you go to a bookstore, I don't have to search for a length of time to be able to find a picture book that look that where the people in the picture book look like my children. You know, I don't have to do that. Well, there are some people that have to like search for books to find people. You know, and, and but I don't think we think about that. You know, and so I think one of the things just practically of how we can stand against speaking against justice is like just even like be empathetic. You know, just just to listen, to be willing to not just be like, well, I, here's what I. It's like let's just stop and just ask questions. Let's think. Let's you know, um, because a lot of people have a different view than we do. You know. And and uh, this isn't wrong, and not not we should feel guilt over this, but it's like, but we are we are the majority, you know, and so because of that, most everything looks like us. It's filtered through our lens, and so I think it's good, you know. One of the ways I think we can love well during this time is just being empathetic. You know? Yeah, that's. I mean, you see that in James. Um, you know, let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger, and you hear the. The age-old analogy, God gave you two ears and one mouth so you could listen twice as much as you speak. And, man, I think that right now that could probably apply to us better than ever. Um, Sitting down and having conversations with people who are not like us um, and just here. um, Man, because there's pain and there's, there's suffering and there's hurting and people are just broken over this. Um, And unless... Um, I'm sitting, I mean, I've heard you say it uh, probably a, a hundred times since we know Kelly and I have, have been here is, is sit at a table with people who aren't like you have a meal with people who aren't like you gather around and just, I think right now, man, all, I mean, it was, it was timely Sunday. It was, it was exactly what we needed to hear. Um, I mean, it was hard. I think that's the other thing. It was hard to hear. It was hard to, and, and I'm sure for you it was hard to bring a message like that. But man, um, thank you for your faithfulness um, to not shy away from difficult topics. Um, but man, I think that's uh, all of it. Man, come from a place of love. That's what uh, you know. First Timothy. That, that's the aim of our charge is love. Yeah. Um, and 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 to not. I don't know. That's just that's the thing that I've been thinking more so lately is. Maybe my opinion doesn't need to come before my empathy. Yeah, and I think that's for all of us is just trying to because and, and I think and here's the difficult thing and I was I was thinking about this today. You know, the difficult thing is, and I get this where people and I, I get where people are coming from is that you know, with all the division that's going on, um, I understand there are people that have political agendas. There are people that just want to cause dissension and cause more turmoil, and so there's a lot of things that begin to escalate. You know, I, I so so. I mean, look, there there are things that are taking place in our nation that I think are bigger even than what we can probably imagine. Yeah. You know that that some things may be politically motivated. Either way, some people there are people that maybe don't care for justice and they just want to stir things up. And yeah. so I think I think that's as Christians kind of to see through some of that and be like, look, I mean, we don't we don't agree with what happened to George Floyd. Um, that's sin. Uh, sin to to loot and to do all these things um, but I think as we we do all these things is to stop on each one and to be like before I say but and I think you t- talked about this the other day is like and, and I think just being careful how we say that of like hey let's mourn and weep over this thing you know with 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 seeing racial injustice let's stop and before we say but move to something else let's yeah. stop this let's think of this let's 
pray for this. Let's really deal with this. But also we can't let up on something else and say, well, okay, well, this is okay too. I understand why people are frustrated. And, and so we, we talk through through that, think through that, pray through that. Um, but just as we do all these things, you know, we do it with this idea of love. We see it through a biblical lens. Yeah. Um, and we, we do. We call sin, sin. Um, but we also we know grace because we that's the gospel, you know, infuses yeah. grace and that's what we want to be about, you know, in preaching. That's why people need Jesus so bad right now. You that's know. Right. I think that's the thing, man, is for me, um and I know we're all in different places in life and I know we're all you know different walks and things like that. Um but for me one of the big things has been, you know, in me saying this in me doing this, and, and not just with this topic, but just in life in general, is is what I say or is my actions that I do, is it going to pull someone closer to the kingdom or is it going to deter them away from it? Um, and I think that's one of the I think that's one of the things that's difficult right now is sometimes if we say things that push people away from the kingdom and they do know that we call ourselves Christians, it, it doesn't help the, the situation. Like you're saying, it escalates the situation. It escalates anger and, and just dissension and so and i think for all of us probably to be careful about social media right now not that we can't use it um but just i think all of us you know is um it can just get out of hand absolutely you know what i mean absolutely or or you can get on there and you can just start to see different things different narrative different things and it can start to either make you angry it can make you sad you know and, and like i Eric Mason, just refer back to him, I saw he posted yesterday that uh, he was advised by, I think, his family, his uh, his accountability, his church leaders, and they basically told him um, that he's, he's going to take a month off from social media. So somebody else will, you know, his, his staff will help kind of run his, run his social media account, but he for a month he's just going to get off, you know, and just said just for me uh, to really press in the Lord right now, like I just, it's not good for me to be on this. And so mm. I, I think that's good. You know, I think, you know, not that you need, uh, everybody needs to get off, but I think it's, um, I I think social media is a way that we can make our voice heard. And I think we need to use that. But probably what's more important is like conversations, like conversations we're having here, conversations with people that are different than us, home groups, you know, I'm excited about, you know, different conversations that'll happen in yeah. those. So I, so I think, I think that that would be, maybe a way to really see change take place as, as we start to have conversations about these things and yeah. think about these things, flesh these things out, um, and give grace to one another as we yeah. flesh them out. Because I understand there'll be frustration of like, I don't get this or I don't, you know, and so we, mm-hmm. but, but willing to say, Hey, let's come to the table and, you know, and, and don't shy away from it. Um, what, what, I, what's the saying run to the tension, you yeah. know? And so, you know, don't run away from it, run to yeah. it and run with grace and love and, mm-hmm. you know, I think back in times of my life where any time I've been uncomfortable about a conversation or any time I've been uncomfortable about a situation like that I know could help me move forward, uh, I never want to be in it, ever. And so I think it's it's kind of like that here is do any of us want to be here? Uh, I mean, at any point uh, with wherever you find yourself in the country right now, does anybody want to be here? Probably not. Like we're living in a movie or something, yeah. you know. I mean, it's just like one thing after another, you know. And I think this is the time when we have to pray, we have to come together, um, we have to show love, we have to show empathy, we got to be willing to listen, you know. And so I think all these things are what, yeah. As as a church, hopefully, you know, that we need to see come to do these things, and you know, um, 
not allow the world or the narrative of the world to take our hope from us. Yeah. Um, because I think that's the thing, too, is, is to be reminded through all this. This seems awful, all that's going on in our world, but because of Jesus, we have hope, and we have, we have the, the message of hope. And so even through these things, we don't lose hope. And so, yeah. um, you know, as we walk through these things that, you know, uh, what was Jesus, or what is, I mean, Paul say, you know, we're, we're uh, crushed, but we're not abandoned. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. Yeah. You know, it's like all these things of like, you know, even though these things come in hard times, it's like because of Jesus, you know, these things can't ultimately bring us down. Yeah, you know, that's right. We have hope in him. So I think those are good things to remember. Yeah. Well, Pastor, I appreciate you sitting down and, and like we said, talking through something that might be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think it just as even after this, I think, That'd be the best thing is just you know start having a conversation with people and and um, you know and I would say not just on social media I would say have yeah. conversation face to face. It's easier you know. to say some things on social media. Oh no doubt because you're not looking at somebody's face exactly. And you know and uh, so I think it's better probably more of a personal you know time together. So yeah, I agree. Well, man, I appreciate you sitting down and and talking through this today and uh, have a good one, man. See you, bro.